You're listening to a guidebook to God, a series set to help guide Muslims to righteousness and to good conduct. Tune in with me, your brother Yahya Ibrahim, as we go through this journey together. Let's get started. Bismillah. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is light. And knowledge is the one thing that nobody can restrict from you if you seek it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَفَوْقَ كُلِّ ذِي عِلْمٍ عَلِيمٍ Above everyone who has knowledge, there's one who is more knowledgeable. Until you come to that level of the knowledge of the Prophet Sallallahu and of course then that which is after it, that nobody is beyond the knowledge of Al-Alim, the All-Knowing, the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the most important aspects of our character, of our ethics and ethos as Muslims, of the things that makes us people of faith is that we are sent to be those who are witnesses unto mankind with the evidence provided to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, one of the most important aspects of our faith in Allah, of our dealings with each other, is that we seek to have it ala basiratin ana man ittaba'ani. Allah says to us in the Prophet ﷺ that He commanded the Prophet ﷺ to say to humanity, I have been sent to call you to a place of righteousness upon basira, upon insightfulness, clear sightedness. We are not people who, faith, uh, who have faith in Allah without seeking to develop it through an, an understanding, an opportunity of learning. And therefore, you see, of the first instructions given to the Prophet ﷺ, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Come to know, come to a certainty of knowledge that none is worthy of worship through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the ways that we come to appreciate Allah is through science. If through knowledge, if through learning, if through the knowledge of the material world, knowledge of the esoteric world, knowledge of the inward aspects of our life, knowledge of the physical environments that surround us, knowledge of the things that are beyond us. Notice how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the relationship he developed within Ibrahim for himself. That Ibrahim as alayhi salam, as a very young child, he would ask his father who was an egregious unbeliever, one who was full of wickedness and sinfulness, who went, one who was committed to the graven images and the idolatry of his purpose and worship to the point that he wanted to even murder his own child to preserve his standing within his community as the chief priest and idol maker. He asks his father, Ya Abati, my father, does this idol that you worship, yasma'una aw ya'lamun aw yamfa'un, do they hear, do they benefit, do they speak, do they uh, hold any regard for you? And his father, of course, doesn't have a sufficient answer that can prove to Ibrahim that thought. And therefore, of the first steps of Ibrahim coming to faith, wasn't that he received revelation, wasn't that an angel came to uh, you know, provide him knowledge of God, is that Ibrahim began to think. And anyone who begins to think, they begin to appreciate that that which is material, that which is man-made, that which is of substance, that which had life 
and therefore the consequence of death, that which was brought into existence by the hands of those who will at one point not exist, cannot be the ultimate power, cannot be the ultimate being who has brought everything into existence. Ilm is therefore one of the most stressed upon aspects of the Qur'an. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages us to be from those who pursue knowledge. The Prophet ﷺ of the very earliest revelation that was sent to him, the very beginning of the Qur'an was Iqra. Read, recite, read to yourself, read out loud so others hear you. Read often, read in a deliberate uh, tone that other people can appreciate that there's more than what they may know of themselves. Iqra bismi rabbik, but seek in it the name of your Lord, your Lord, Ya Muhammad my Lord as, as, as an individual, that I have a possessiveness over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that to me it's as if he is mine and, and I turn everybody else away, that I want it and I want that relationship with Allah of exclusivity. You will come to know that he is the only one who has brought creation, not manufacturing, not bringing things from other smaller parts into bigger parts, not through genetic modifications or tinkering with DNA, but actually bringing min al-adam from that which was nothingness, something. Badi'u samawati wal ard. Knowledge and awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes one of the most important ways of knowing who we are. You know, very early on, philosophers, Plato, Aristotle, you know, they all have this statement, know thyself, know who you are. And for you to know who you are, you have to know where you came from, who brought you into this world, who gave you the consciousness and the awareness that you have. And therefore, when people would come and question the Prophet ﷺ about whether there would be resurrection, whether there would be life after death, he would at times turn back people from joining him in a military expedition, going out to defend the lands of Islam. Could you imagine on the day of Badr, the Prophet would turn back Zayd ibn Thabit radiallahu anhu, Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhum. And he would say, you, you stay behind. There's other things that I want you to do. Zayd ibn Thabit, I want you to learn to read and write. What is a greater contribution than standing next to the Prophet ﷺ on the day of the great onslaught where the numbers of the believers were dwindled in amount, where there was the chance that if they were uh, eliminated in battle that there would be no more faith and that the Prophet's life was in danger, that every man counts, but the Prophet ﷺ turns them back and says to Zayd, you have a greater purpose in your study of language in your study of learning because you will carry forward the tradition after me. The greatest of people who inherit from the Prophet ﷺ, who inherit from the Prophets are the ulama. The Prophet ﷺ said, Al-Anbiya lam yuwarrithu dinaran wa la dirhama innama warrathu al-ilm faman akhadhahu akhadha bihadhin wafir Know that the prophets of God do not leave behind any estates or monetary finance to be inherited from them. What they leave behind is knowledge. Faman akhadhahu The one who takes hold of it, the one who masters it and is able to convey it to others has taken something substantial. The Prophet ﷺ tells us in in the authentic hadith, that talabul ilmi faridha, seeking knowledge, seeking to learn, seeking an opportunity to know something you did not know yesterday, is an obligation. Ala kulli rajulin, 
Muslimin wa muslima, upon every man and woman, Muslim man, Muslim woman. This is an obligation that all of us should seek to know not just aspects of our faith that are important for our practice of faith, but to go beyond it so that we are able to teach and instruct others. And therefore you will find that after the enlightenment of the Qur'an came the enlightenment of the sciences and language and poetry and the study of physics and astronomy. All of this was part and parcel of the renaissance that the world experienced. It began in the dark ages of Europe where the radiant raid, uh, days of Islam and Islamic lands. The canon of medicine that was studied for nearly 800 years as the primary textbook was written by Muslim uh, physicians. The optics that we put in front of our eyes as glasses today, its origin was Islam. Algebra, uh, algebra, algebra, to make numbers into smaller and, and fractioned uh, concepts comes very much from Islamic root. In fact, the Arabic numeral system and the concept of a sifr or a cipher or a zero comes from the lands of Islam. Know as well that the greatest Muslim theological scholars were not people who were ignorant of the sciences. Al-Imam al-Nawawi, all, all of us we read the 40 hadith of Al-Imam al-Nawawi. All of us we hear of Riyadh al-Saliheen. He was a physician and an astronomer and a physicist and he was also a master of the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and a master of the sunnah and tradition. Let us com come back to achieving the heights of Islam, the glory of Islam by taking the first step after believing in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala which is to learn about our obligations to him, our obligations to each other and to pursue the material sciences that bring us closer to each other اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق وصل اللهم وسلم وزد وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم